0: spoiler-free God of War Ragnarok review rundown. We're going to look at a handful of reviews, the scores, what everybody's saying. Again, this is spoiler-free. We used spoiler-free reviews. So, God of War Ragnarok review embargo dropped today. We took the time in the member stream to look at a handful of reviews and I give I'm going to give you a rundown right now make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button I'm going to put it right here at the beginning of the stream uh, be sure to check out the reviews that we used especially Skillups. I thought his was excellent and put together very very well I'm going to bring people over from the members only stream now with a redirect uh, I put all of the good information and everything that you need at the beginning of these streams so you don't have to go looking for them uh, and that way you can enjoy the content and not go searching through like a really long past broadcast we we do it in the form of an update and this is actually footage from skill ups review so again give him support uh, we appreciate the work he puts into his reviews this is a reforge update the god of war ragnarok reviews are coming in and i'm going to give you a rundown with no spoilers if you were interested in this game look no further the game is absolutely incredible according to review outlets as always hit subscribe and that bell button so that way you don't miss out on the content now the reason you're seeing some footage that's not ragnarok is because this is from skill ups review be sure to check his out his is one of the ones we used in this rundown so i'm just going to list the scores that were tweeted out ign gaming bolt gaming nexus next gen base push square press start all gave it a 10 out of 10. VGC, Twinfinite, and EGM gave it a 5 out of 5. Game Informer gave it a 9.5, and GameSpot and Easy Allies each gave it a 9. It currently is sitting at a Metacritic score of 94, with, I believe, over 100 reviews. The review scores keep pouring in on Metacritic, and it's holding strong at a 94. Let me give you a summary of SkillUp, as well as Games Radar, and lastly, Eurogamer. Not everybody said nothing but positive things. There were some Criticisms. Skillup said that it is so masterfully put together in its ending and how it ends the saga that you will want to play it again he actually said that the technical improvements are amazing but that's not really the reason for high praise it does look better it does run better and it's improved on things but he thinks the way that they so masterfully ended the saga that you will want to play it again and that's his main reason for giving it a strong recommendation he said in 37 hours he had one instance of frame drop that he noticed so performance seems very very rock solid he said in the third. 37 hours that he played, he had two very minor glitches where once Kratos glitched into a wall and another time Kratos kind of got stuck on something he said that the one thing that did get a little annoying was the climb throughs and the edging along ledges he said it happens quite a bit and he did make sure to reference people in the industry saying they don't use those to hide loading screens it's a way to contain the player into a particular area so he did say though even though it's not necessarily hiding loading screens he wasn't a huge fan of the abundance of them he said that the plot is like a murder mystery where you think you know what's going on, and you really don't. So no spoilers, but apparently we're not really going to understand what's going on until the culmination. He said that the story is more subtle and intricate and that it demands multiple playthroughs. He did say one of the reasons he found it hard to play 2018 over and over again because it wasn't going to hit you with the same punch and the same surprises and that this is a more replayable game because of the way the story is laid out in more subtle and intricate ways. He said that level design and quest design is the most noticeable improvement You will notice it flowing quite a bit better. He says the realms themselves open up into semi-open world spaces. They're not fully open world, but he did say it led to a lot of side content that he felt was well worth doing. It sort of calls you to do it and he says there were some nuggets in there there was little things and stuff that you would get to experience that you'll only really do if you do the side content. He did say that the resource chase and the number of chests that you open, he says it feels a little played out and overdone like there was an overabundance of it and he wasn't the biggest fan of that aspect he says that combat looks and feels awesome and it's the pinnacle of approachability while also giving you lots of different things to do but that the combat and the perk system felt more Iterative. I do think people are going to largely focus on what many people are saying, that the combat is very similar and familiar to what you did in the last game, but there are comments from Eurogamer, I believe it's Eurogamer, that I think are very important with respect to what you need to do with enemy variety. I'll get to that in a moment. He said that enemy diversity is better and that boss diversity is more broad, even though there are a few repeated bosses. Everybody is seemingly saying that enemy and boss variety is a huge uptick from the previous game. Skillup believes that the debate about improvements, graphics and is it a sequel or DLC will fade away when people get their hands on it and experience the story's conclusion. So he's putting a lot of faith in just how good the storytelling is, which was kind of funny when you read Eurogamer's review, which I'll get to in a moment. Games Radar's video said that the story takes a while to get going, but that the end is worth it. They said the second half of the game really picks up and has better momentum. He felt like he was doing a lot of missions and quests in the beginning, and then just kind of ending up back at base, and so the progression wasn't quite as fast as he wanted to see it. He said it felt like 15 hours of story stretched to 30, and then Eurogamer saying the exact opposite. They're saying there's so much story in so many characters, it's almost too bloated. So both games radar and Eurogamer are, are zeroing in on the story and saying completely opposite things. My pushback on what I heard from Games Radar was, you're just describing good storytelling. If you want really good momentum and climax in a story, the first half is usually slower. This is true in really good seasons of television shows like Season 1 of The Punisher, or novels like The Fellowship of the Ring. You have to have that slow buildup in the beginning. That's why the momentum and climax feels more potent when you get to it. So I didn't find their criticism of the story pacing to be very, very good in light of- that's just typically how you write a good story. They did say that the armor is very focused on builds. They liked that. They said the systems are better and more manageable when you're going through them. They said combat is good and layering on abilities and switching in the fights feels good. They said that 35 hours is how much time they put in. Skill Up put in 37. But the person talking said they had now put in 45 to 50 hours. They were still finding things. They were monsters that you don't find until you sort of get to the end game. So while they felt like it started a little bit slow, it felt like it was well worth their time and they continued to play even after completion. When asked if it's game of the year, he said it's close. The first game was almost perfect and this game is maybe game of the year. It's very Close and he gave it a four and a half out of five stars. Eurogamer is where it gets a little confusing because we have. GamesRadar saying it feels like a 15-hour story stretched too long. And then Eurogamer said "A a completionist will feel that the game is a bit bloated. There's lots of characters and lore, and they said that the bloat is, quote, the biggest problem for Ragnarok, and that the story could have been told in half the time. So they're saying something similar, but they're saying it differently. They're saying there's too much. They went into too much detail, too many characters, too much lore, it's bloated, you could have trimmed this way down. While Games Radar is saying it feels like a 15 hour story that's stretched for 30 hours, almost like there's not enough. So they're saying very different things. The way I kind of gathered this and looked at this, it seems like it's a very story heavy game with lots of cutscenes and it's a cinematic experience. And if you go in not expecting that, you might feel like it's taking too long to get to the action or get to the next They said that lots of dialogue feels drawn out in longer play sessions, and one of the reasons they said that was it re-establishes certain themes and certain story elements so that if you play for like an hour or two and come back to the game later, it's sort of like re-emphasizing and re-establishing certain themes, but when you play for really long periods of time, they said that some of that feels drawn out and repetitive. They did say that the puzzles are enjoyable but they criticized and said that the game can be a little too hint-droppy. It just drops hints almost immediately, like as they're going to solve it, Mamir says, oh, maybe you should pull that lever. And I actually think that's a totally valid criticism. I have played games like this before where I'm literally trying to solve the puzzle, and as I'm having my aha moment, some dumb NPC tells me how to solve it and kind of takes away the punch of the solution, like somebody spoiling it in the chat of a live stream. The long story something being sort of bloated they said they said that the game is fun and that replay value is high which is interesting both games radar and eurogamer seemingly taking issue with the story and yet they played a bunch and are saying they'll continue to play a bunch i think that's high praise that even in the midst of their criticisms they're they're still continuing to play none of this was driving them to play less or to stop Playing. Eurogamer says that the combat is still rigid, but it is good. Combat flow is stunning work. They said as you flow from one thing to the next and chain things together, it's just absolutely stunning the level of detail in combat is quote unparalleled enemy variety is a plus and they said that it leads to needing more combat depth and changes while you play so you're actually going to be making changes to your loadout or what you're doing or how you're fighting dependent upon the enemy variety i think that's going to get lost in the sort of easy clickism criticism of people saying oh, the combat hasn't changed enough If the combat has changed with respect to depth, variety, and customization in relation to enemy variety, you have to see the combat in conjunction with all of the praise for enemy variety, that's where the combat has changed and deepened. So you're going to see the easy clickism hate from people that are like, oh, the combat hasn't changed enough. But even Eurogamer is saying you have to make a lot of changes and really harness the depth because there is so much enemy variety. And there was a lack of that in the previous game. They said that enemy and boss variety is a vast improvement over 2018. You have to couple that vast improvement with the combat. the two come together they said that overall it was an improvement in the solid game they gave it pretty high praise so that is a very quick and i think very different and measured i tried to give you a good sample of what everybody's saying in the midst of all the high praise there is some criticism in there while i think some of it isn't quite as legitimate as others, given that some of it's just about the fact that there's a lot of story in your story game. Overall, I'm excited to jump into God of War Ragnarok gameplay when it releases. Be sure you're subscribed to Reforge Gaming so you can watch me play there. As always, hit subscribe and the bell button, and I'll see you in the next one. And I'll see the rest of you right now. It's here. It's here. The God of War Ragnarok review embargo. It's dropped, and we are able to talk. We're able to discuss. We're able to debate and think through, and I think my primary concern is that people are going to latch on to a handful of statements. They're going to, you know, latch on to the fact that it's just a PS4 game, and that the the combat is too similar. 120 FPS mode is hitting around 75 to 80. It's kind of disappointing that they would even bother doing that if that's what it's averaging. I was a little concerned when I, I about the 120 mode. I thought why bother and if you can't if you can't hit it why bother so hey guys there's over 300 of you here do me a favor do me a favor and click that like button I need your likes I am gonna let this one play for a little bit because I feel like one of the things that skill ups review showcases is just how smooth the performance of the game is I was just struck by how beautiful and smooth it worked. There's no spoilers in this gameplay, by the way. Most of this you've either already seen or it's very, very basic. He's just in areas moving around. IGN performance review shows it averaged 80 to 90 in the 120 hertz mode. Yeah, see, that to me makes it feel like why did you even bother doing that? Why wouldn't you just do... And look, if you look at this footage right here of 2018, I don't know how you look at 2018 footage and not see just how much better it looks compared to the 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 footage that we're seeing now like just look at the detail on his face and the skins and everything else like it's a beautiful game even their eyes i think look better in the newest footage i think they look more alive and they look more modernized with respect to character design regarding your hints criticism skill up showed an option in the accessibility features where you can turn down the hints I forgot to mention that Skillup did recommend turning that down because he did say that like, you're going to want to turn this down. So that's a good word. If you don't want them to basically be like, pull the lever, do the thing like they won't do that. If you are turning, if you turn that down, most games in the 120 hertz modes average 80 to 90. Anyway, it's still a 45% increase in performance. I mean, I suppose, Cliffo that's a good point. I suppose the people that want it or the people that typically turn that on, maybe they're accustomed to that. I just figure if you're going to do 120, then give me 120 or don't do it. You know what I mean? PS4 version is good. Good locked 30. Uh, yeah, the PS4 Pro I heard was averaging like 50, 40 to 50 frames, and then PS4 is locked at 30, understandably. On the higher difficulty stuff, they should just uh, default to less hints or no hints. Most gamers on console don't even have a TV or monitor that can run 120. I'm worried about that. I don't see how the base PS4 can handle this game smoothly. Paul is saying in the chat, in the Discord, that the PS4 version is running uh, at 30. And you can also lock the PS4 Pro at 30, which is what the 2018 version of the game did. So... You think the fight for game of the year is between Elden Ring and God of War Ragnarok only, or is there any other game? Which of the two games will win? Based on the review scores that are coming out about this game and what people are saying, I I actually think Ragnarok will win. I don't I don't think it's I don't think it's in doubt at this point in time. The consistent nines and tens, so it's basically right now getting a pound for pound review score that Elden Ring got. Okay, so that you got to rem- remember that. Remember that first. And then remember second that it's more narratively driven, it's it's more easily completed by the press. It's it's got recency bias. It's actually looking way more next gen than Elden Ring. It has a lot of things in its corner. So it's it's pound for pound getting the same sort of review scores that Elden Ring was receiving. It's getting that media darling treatment, but it's it's here. It's right now, like literally a week before Like a week before, a week and a half before the door closes for game of the year. This thing's on the dadgum doorstep. Like, I just, I don't know. And the people that are like, it's a PS4 game. It's a PS4 game. I think this is a great time to showcase... Look at the detail, the lighting, and the and the intricacies of the armor and the characters, and then watch what happens as soon as you're in twenty eighteen. It's not nearly as detailed, it's not nearly as lit like next gen lighting. Like it doesn't have that same feel of what we were just looking at. So the people that continue to be like it's a PS4 game, it's a PS4 game. I think you're gonna have a hard time finding a game that looks as good as Ragnarok and runs as well as it does, and when you do find games that look that good, guess what? They're next-gen games. Like, look at the difference! Do you see? Him standing up and throwing the axe, and now look at the difference. Look at the lights, look at the shadows, look at the details, look at the performance, like, anybody's like, this is a PS4 game, what games are you playing? Cause this looks like one of the best next-gen titles I could play right now. Look at his face! in comparison to what we've seen in the, in the footage that they've been they've been kind of going back and repeating the, the as far as like movement as far as emotion as far as details and lighting i i i don't get it i don't get it you can't look you cannot look at the ps4 2018 version of god of war and then look at this and be like yeah it's a ps4 game It does look next-gen, but isn't a next-gen title. It is a next-gen title because engines have agility and versatility. If a game launches on PC and has next-gen features, but can be optimized to run on a weak PC, that doesn't suddenly make it not next-gen. The way that people think about games and everything, I don't know, IGN Korea gave it a 6 and used the DLC excuse. Well, they look like fools because nobody else is doing that or saying that. So, I mean, why not just admit to everybody that you're a hater that heck, that lacks integrity and honesty? Like, honest less six. Sure. Yeah. It scored one point above Gotham Knights. Sure, IGN Korea. I trust your, your, uh, your completely valid and honest opinion. Sure. Like I said, the only other games you're going to see that are better looking than our other, other PlayStation games. I think the game of the year race will be very close. But I think next-gen, I think PS5 and Series X only. But why do you think that? Why? I don't. Why? Why does it have to be PS5 and Series X only to be truly next-gen? Why? There are plenty of PC games that are going to come out that are next-gen and have next-gen features that will run on weaker PCs. Are they suddenly not next-gen when they can run on weaker systems? That argument has no substance because game engines have... Agility and adaptability, they're not building games in brand new engines, they're using current engines, they're using the engines that they used on previous generations of consoles, and guess what they're doing? They're adding higher resolution, they're adding better load times, they're adding better lighting, they're adding better frames per second. Because if it releases on old hardware, it's not truly next gen title, so now you're just doing a tautology, you're just restating what you just stated, and it's circular reasoning. If it releases on old-gen hardware, it's not next-gen. No, you you just said that. That's not an argument. You've just restated your assertion in a different order. Unreal 5 is truly next-gen, is it not? Unreal 5 has the ability to put in truly next-gen features, and this is going to blow your hair back. Unreal 5 can be optimized to run on very weak computers, and it can be optimized to run on older consoles. That doesn't mean something built in Unreal 5 is suddenly not next-gen. Maybe Cliffos helping me make my point, I'm not sure. That's how game engines work. I think people just betray their ignorance about how games are developed and how game engines work when they say what stealth is saying. That just simply isn't true. Look at the difference in quality. Unbelievable. Anybody that's like, this is a PS4 game. Look at that. And then look at this. Completely different in, in quality and lighting. It's not, it's, it's completely different. The generation thing is some old console colloquialism it needs to die Elden Ring is more replayable compared to the new to new God of War games God of War 2018 I platinum that I never wanted to play again every review I read said that the replay value in Ragnarok was higher than 2018 they all said that let's compare this to Gotham Knights that is next gen only this game looks by and large far superior exactly exactly thank you detective seeds Oh yeah, it's not truly next-gen when you launch on the old-gen systems. Really? Gotham Knights is next-gen only. Do you really want to look to that game as an example of a truly next-gen title? Why isn't Gotham Knights next-gen? It doesn't look next-gen to me. Are you honestly going to say that? That's all you need to do, guys. Once you leave behind old-gen, you're truly next-gen, so that means Gotham Knights is next-gen and this game isn't. But really, Do a side-by-side comparison of this game to Gotham Knights and try to substantiate that argument. How dare this game run on an RTX 3080? I'm, to- It's totally not next-gen as a 4090 owner. Like, you, you have to understand the logic. The logic is game engines can be optimized to run on weaker systems and PCs, which means when a game runs on an older system, it doesn't mean it's not next-gen. I played 2018 six times. Now seven. Oh, you're replaying it again. because something is next gen doesn't make it good that term needs to disappear won't pay $70 for a one time experience I will I will this thing's going to sell like hotcakes and folks that are like I'm not going to pay $70 for a one time experience yeah I, I, I don't think you're in the minor. I think you're in the minority I think plenty of people are going to buy games like this guys we're closing in on 400 viewers I need you to smash the like button this is my second stream of the day Those of you that came from members only, be sure that you smash that like button. There was tons of you that came over, close to 200, and we have 370 people here right now. I need 200 likes on this video very quickly. When we don't have a good like ratio, we will get punished for that. Replayability is a non-factor for me. If I get one great experience, that's good enough. Yeah, you're talking about people that right now are saying they played the game for 35 hours. If you go completionist, you're talking 50 hours, and that's not worth the money. That's not worth the money. Like, what are you talking about? All that matters is that it has performance and features you can't get on old hardware, period. That's exactly what I'm talking about. If you buy a game for your PC and it has ray tracing, 4K resolution, incredible frames per second, and instantaneous load times, those are all next-gen features, but they optimized it within the engine and all those things can get turned off and it runs on an old system, is it no longer a next-gen system? Is it no longer a next gen game? I mean, like the logic doesn't track. The argument breaks down. It's such a weak argument in light of the actual technical realities about how games are developed. You can't say a game's not next gen if it runs on an old system. You can't, it's not a substantiated position. It isn't. It's like a faith made system. Like, but it's like a belief it's an ideology it's not backed by the it's not backed by the market it's not backed by the technical realities of how games are built it just isn't people pay $20 for a two-hour movie but not 70 for 35 hours i don't understand 23 million people paid $60 for god of war plenty of folks want more from their games than endless grind and live service a concise well-told story and great gameplay is what a lot of folks want Tom with a two-spot IGN review masterpiece. Was Asgard shown? None of the reviews I looked at showed Asgard. We are trying to avoid spoilers. If you're just tuning in, God of War Ragnarok review embargo is gone, and we are doing a review rundown, and we are avoiding spoilers. I need 27 more likes on this video. Thanks so much for tuning in. You guys are the absolute best. Uh, I don't you, uh, you know, you... Oh, the one that we just recorded... Um, gosh, you're going to make me do it. Uh, where's my hard drive? My hard drive's over there. The original uh, BioShock and BioShock Infinite were one-time experiences and I loved every second of those games. I would gladly pay 70 for a game that gives me that experience. I got 170 hours out of Elden Ring in one playthrough. So when people pay 50, when people say 50 hours for full completion, I see where they say that value might not be there comparing the two. You're comparing two completely different games though, Dalton. That would be like saying, I played World of Warcraft for a thousand hours, and this game is going to cost the same amount of money, and I'm only going to get 50 hours. Like, you can't make those comparisons. It would be like comparing, um... It would honestly be like comparing a television series where after you watch ten episodes, you've watched ten hours and saying that, well, that ten hours was automatically better than the four-hour movie. What the frick? You can't compare those things. They're, they're, they're executing on telling the experience and getting you through the experience in a completely different way. Like, the way that you experience God of War, like, are you serious? There's like three to four hours of cutscenes and dialogue that are, that are cinematic. It's almost like watching a movie. That's not in Elden Ring. It, what if I said that what if that was my determination of value you would say that's not fair right well Elden Ring doesn't have all these amazing high fidelity cutscenes with, with professional level voice acting it's like watching a movie Elden Ring doesn't have that you'd say well that's not the kind of game Elden Ring is and you would be right you'd be right to push back on me saying that you can't just purely compare uh, gameplay hours that, that I, don't, I don't think that's, that's not a comparison that makes sense we need 17 more likes. Come on, y'all wake up and push the like button. It's so cringy to have to do the constant, the constant begging for likes. They were talking about God of War and Elden Ring, but I still say Stray solos. No, Stray's not going to win. I think Stray gets a nomination. I think Stray gets a nomination because it, it like took the gaming world by storm, but that's like an honorable mention. Stray has no chance of winning. Riding a level five hundred for Elden Beast, what are you even doing playing that much, right? <clears throat> Went to the office today, so I've been here that much. I hope things are going well. Thank you, Jesse. Uh, 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 if you're good enough to beat Elden Ring in less than an hour, if you're good enough, you can beat Elden Ring in less than an hour, right? I mean, and nobody would say that that devalues Elden Ring. Do you know what I'm saying? Nobody would, nobody would say that. That's that's not that's not a thing that anybody would that would say and be and be serious about. You know. Spider-Man game of the year next year. Wait a month. Ragnarok will be uh, an offer in no time. Will be on offer in no time. You are uh, seemingly unfamiliar with how Sony treats their games. (laughs) You think wait a month and Ragnarok will be on sale? You think that? How many Xboxes do you own? (laughs) Why do you think that? Did they discount Horizon Forbidden West a month after it came out? Don't watch d review The game is all leaked. Well, I mean, we're not watching reviews with spoilers. Who cares if it was on sale? I mean, they might do a holiday sale, but that won't have anything to do with the fact that the game's not good. If they do a Christmas sale, I mean, they do that with a lot of stuff. Forbidden West was on sale a month later. I mean, do they tip if they typically do that, then that's not indicative of a game's quality? Do they typically drop a game to sale price a month later? I've never paid any attention because I've, as a YouTuber, I'm early adopting. I'm not looking for game sales. Like, I'm buying it and playing it as soon as possible. Does Sony typically do that? Yeah, like $10 off? Okay, well, then you're not proving anything. If they mark things down a month later, that's that's basically. What would we call that? Standard practice at that point? That's not an indication of a game's quality. Eugene says, no, it wasn't. I don't remember it going on sale that quickly. They won't drop the price anytime soon. I do see a holiday sale, maybe $10 off. Yeah, like in December. Well, but that would be a month later. False. Horizon Forbidden West was full price for several months before receiving a discount. Not from Sony, it wasn't. Horizon Forbidden West was not on sale on PS5 a month later. That's what I was saying. That's what I originally thought. I'm like, I don't think Sony does that. Like, when he said that, I immediately pushed back and was like, no. Maybe not a sale as much as a drop of price. I don't think so. If you're going to like a retailer and they mark it down a month later, that's not the same. That's them trying to get rid of the discs. off is basically not a sale I mean it kind of is but not really well I mean 10% off is a sale you know $7 off is the definition of a sale 10% off is the definition of a sale like Cyber Monday if God of War was 5 off who cares yeah i just i genuinely there was a time where i felt bad for people that acted that way they would like come into streams and just like instinctively hate stuff and say things like that i don't feel bad for you anymore i i've i've come to loathe people like you you're miserable you know what i mean it's like just let people enjoy a game let people enjoy being excited like just because your life's hollow and lacking meaning doesn't mean you need to like take it away from other people Fill your life with something that makes you smile. You know what I'm saying? Like pick up a book, pick up a hobby, like go make friends. I don't know. Like do something that puts a smile on your face. Only only miserable people would behave in the way that gamers behave sometimes. Like I'm going to go and try and make people upset because they're excited about a video game. Like there was a time where I felt bad for people like that, but it's the, the time for pity is over. You are loathsome creatures. You know? You're loathsome. Humanity shouldn't have to put up with you. Like you you should be required to upgrade in your in your intelligence and your passion. Like you shouldn't be allowed to stay where you are. We demand we demand better of you. We demand better of you. Check the image from Discord members chat. Oh, Discord members chat. What image? Oh, amazing. The PS5 runs 2160-30, 2160. It it averages 40 on the 120. 2160-60 dynamic resolution. And then 1440... Performance mode 120 unlocked frame rate and it averages 60. Yeah, so I'll probably do performance mode 60 and just do the 2160 60 and it'll drop between 2160 and 1440. I'll just do the 60 hertz performance mode. I would, you know, I think. That's what I'll do. Uh hang on a minute. Let me start this over because he's got really good things at the beginning. Um We're just letting the gameplay loop. Letting you guys... Uh, letting you guys... R- basically, you need to watch his review. I'm not going to let you hear his review. My members got to hear it, but you guys have to watch it on your own. If you're just tuning in, the God of War Ragnarok review embargo has dropped. The scores are undeniably high. Uh, just going to rattle off all of the outlets that gave it a 10. IGN, Gaming, Bolt, Gaming Nexus, Next Gen Base, Push Square press start. VGC, Twinfinite, and EGM gave it 5 out of 5. Game Informer gave it a 9.5. GameSpot gave it a 9. Easy Allies gave it a 9. The Metacritic score is at 94. So the Korean IGN score of 6 is just, dis- dis- I think, demonstrably stupid. Dynamic 4K60. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 1440-60. Well, the image says otherwise. The image in members chat shows that the 60 Hertz performance mode is dynamic between 2160 and 1440 is what it says. So performance mode is actually ranging between 2160 and 1440. At least that's what the image in in members chat says. IGN put spoilers right in the first frame without any warning. They did? Why would they do that? 1440 60 yeah but oh you're gonna play 1440 60 oh i see because you don't want the resolution to move wheeze you're gonna do performance mode 120 and get 1440 60 i got it i got it i got it okay but it says unlocked frame rate so does that mean it's gonna range and it's not gonna cap it at 60 that means it's gonna fluctuate IGN's been in the game long enough to know better than doing that. What are they thinking? Maybe you already went over this, but how do reviews compare to Elden Ring reviews? Are they vastly different? I mean, it's so hard to know because Elden Ring got similar crazy scores. It got nines and tens. You know what I'm saying? Game is not 120 FPS. Okay, no one said that. The 120 hertz mode, it ranges from like, we're hearing from 80 to 90. It's IGN. They always spoil. I don't understand why they would do that. W- like, if I was Santa Monica, if I was Santa Monica, I would be. T- I'd be up their nose right now if they actually did that. If they showed, if they showed a spoiler from moment one, is is Twitter like dying? Um. Uh. Uh, not interested in it. Game of the year is trending. Uh, Elden Ring or Ragnarok for game of the year? Who's got it? Let me go to IGN on Twitter and see if people are ripping them in the comments for it. Or right, because I don't want to go to their video. IGN ran review. I think pain point. Truly special great review simon thoroughly enjoyed people are not people aren't saying anything i'm not going to let the game i'm not going to let their video play we need more games like this no microtransactions it's impressive. only one literal chills to shame crazy how there's not a single bad game in the series i'm not seeing them get any hate in the comments for spoiler Yo, uh, red badge in two months. Woot woot. Thank you, Matt, for doing 22 months. Guys, if you're enjoying the show, do me a favor. Do me a favor. And if you're a member, I need you to use the upgrade command, right? I need you to use the upgrade command. Exclamation point, upgrade. Um, Oh, they showed Odin and Thor. Well, I mean, people had already seen Thor. Yeah, that's pretty significant. I mean, we know they're in the game, but still... I was going to check out the review. Everybody is saying that as soon as the IGN trade review starts, there's a significant spoiler in it, so don't watch it is what people are saying. Guys, if you are paying for your own membership on my channel, I need you to use the link in chat. You need to go to a full or a VIP membership. The base level membership is not going to get you all of the members-only content starting in December. So I need all paying members... To close the chat and click see perks or use exclamation point upgrade, click the link. I need everybody to be either on a full membership for six bucks or VIP for $9.99. The $5 membership is going to be designed for gifted members only. They gave God of War 2018 a 10 out of 10. Personally, it felt like a 9 out of 10 to me. I think Elden Ring will get game of the year. Um... IGN gave the game a 10 in their review, but they show a major spoiler in the early portion of the video. I don't know why they would do that. They weren't getting ripped up for it in the comments, so I don't know if basically anybody is saying that. IGN spoiler is basically new footage of the Kratos Thor fight. Oh, and they show Odin. Okay. Yeah, so if you guys don't want to see more of the Thor fight and you don't want to see what Odin looks like, then do not watch IGN's trailer. Or, I'm sorry, review. All I can see in that review is DLC and I stay at level three. You don't have to downgrade Matt. If you want to stay at that high level membership, we've asked people to downgrade to VIP and then gift members instead. That's more useful. Like just giving me extra money every month is super awesome and I love you for it. But if you, if you do a VIP at nine 99 and then take the extra money and gift members, that's more effective. Angry Pete says over 400 watching. Hit the like button. Thank you everybody for tuning in today. Second stream of the day. The God of War Ragnarok review embargo is gone and no spoilers, but this game is getting crazy high praise. Now this is one thing you see them squeezing through there. That is one thing. Skill up did not like he acknowledged that it's not hiding loading screens, but he says it's just, there's too much of it. He says there's too much of it in the game. He got annoyed with it. So here's squeeze-throughs are not, you know, for loading screens. There were people that had worked on previous games adding that commentary to the public and, you know, SkillUp's like, that's great, that's fine. There were still too many times that it happened. I just preloaded on my PS5 and hopefully the 1440-2160 performance mode recognizes it's on 1440 monitor and just sticks to 1440. Uh right now on metacritic it has 111 positive ratings zero mixed ratings and zero negative ratings here he's going to show off a loading screen so from the here i'll I'll back it up so he he's going to show you a loading screen here so bing he just hit it let me let's do a count here right bing one two three four five six roughly six seconds of a loading screen uh, if it's from a death. He says there are no loading screens obviously because it's a single shot game and then if you do die the loading screen looks like it's roughly 6 seconds long. Squeezing through became annoying when I was replaying the first game. Sadly I don't own a PS5 only one of my friends does. I wish this had gotten a PC port right away so more people could play. PS5s are still in high demand. Yeah, I think this will be one of the faster games to come to PC, but I still think you're going to have to wait. I, God of War Ragnarok PC is likely 18 months away, uh, I would think. I, I do think it's going to come faster. It's going to be one of the fastest games to come to PC, but I don't think it's going to be any faster than 18 months because in 12 months, they'll probably throw it on PS Plus. Um, that'll be that'll be one of the first things they uh, they decide to do with it. PS5 has a setting to enable the 1440 mode if you have that setting yeah did you know Wheezy you can go into your settings and force your PlayStation 5 to always be at 1440 just do that I bet you if you do that it would cap the game at 1440 wouldn't it because you can just go in the settings and do that I did that because of my capture card not how it works says Paul I feel like it did it for me on my in Call of Duty when I was trying to capture Call of Duty it kept flickering my cap card and I went to the and I went to the settings and I forced 1440 and it and it stopped doing it it was always that means my my PlayStation 5 is always at 1440 now I've not done anything on the PS5 it just kind of sits there Elden Ring has bad user scores on Meta like two points difference was it brigaded no, it had all those problems week one, Eugene. I think the reason people hurt Elden Ring week one on user scores is because of all of the the, the frame hitching and stuff. People were irritated. They saw all these nines and tens, and they went to Metacritic, and were like, what, the am this game runs bad. Guys, we have almost 500 people here. We should easily have 300 likes on the video. Let's get 50 more likes. Smash that like button for me. I hate that we have to harp on likes, but... YouTube will literally hurt a video if we have a bad ratio. Because there are so many people here. Thanks for tuning in, by the way. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, feel free to do so. Let me pause the video. Usually I am in this scene doing a talk show, very interactive talk show. I'm also a safe for work broadcaster, which means I'm not swearing. We hope that you're enjoying the show enough to hit subscribe and come back other days. And uh, we will be playing this game on Monday, right? On Monday we will be doing monday and tuesday we'll be doing a part 1 and a part 2 and that is designed to let you do a rewatch of the entire story from the the first game so if you want to get caught up on 2018 story we will be doing a part 1 part 2 on monday and tuesday next week we'll be watching a supercut that a guy did a really great job on he's included literally everything you could possibly think of so make sure you're subscribed to my channel and make sure you're here Monday and Tuesday for that. We're already having a great day today and the game's not even out yet. Right here, if you need proof, if you need proof that the game looks better, just look at this shot from 2018. Look at Kratos' hands. Look at Atreus' face. Like, I'm telling you, people that say Ragnarok looks like a PS4 game, they're not playing the PS4 God of War 2018. They're not. People did the same thing with Forbidden West. You can now, you couldn't before the 1440 mode. Oh, that's a recent update, isn't it? It will output at 1440, but the game renders at whatever mode you choose. Oh, right. Right. Okay. That makes sense. That's exactly how it works. If you select 1440 on the console, it will not try to upscale the 1440 to 2160. If you're on 2160 monitor TV, the console will try to upscale to 2160," says Corey. But Corey's saying if you set your PS5 to 1440, it should keep the game at 1440. If you guys are just tuning in, we have uh, we have skill ups, we have skill ups review looping in the background. So here is where he's talking about Ragnarok. He actually strongly encourages you to brush up on your mythology. He says brush up on your understanding of Norse mythology and Ragnarok before playing this game he says it will make a big difference so I may try to do that over the weekend he recommends this book here Neil Gaiman Norse Mythology uh, as a way to brush up before playing this game he says it significantly adds to the experience of God of War Ragnarok gameplay you have like just as many perfect brigades as zero brigaders so those cancel that's wrong Lono the game still renders higher and super samples back down to 1440 oh but wouldn't that be if you want a consistent resolution wouldn't that be the thing to do though Paul any PS4 versus PS5 comparison no no there's some good sections here that show the previous game right after showing this game right I, like, I think that, I think that that, that shows that it's not just a PS4 game. There's a great section coming up. I don't know where it is right here. So the thing you're going to do is you're going to look at the detail, the lighting, you're going to look at the metal. You're going to look at the way that the lighting is interfacing with the characters and the world and how, and how vibrant it looks. And then look how flat this looks in comparison, right? Like that doesn't look bad I'm not saying that looks bad but I'm saying anybody that says Ragnarok's a PS4 game all you have to do is show them this little section you show them this comparison anybody that thinks that god of war ragnarok is just a ps4 game isn't looking at this game with open eyes or they're looking on a terrible monitor because this is ragnarok and the lighting and the level of detail and the metal and the way everything looks more vibrant and then compare it to this this is more flat the lighting is definitely not nearly as dynamic or interacting with the metal in any way and i mean look at atreus it's just very very much a PS4 game. This is a great showing of what the PS4 could do, but it is nothing like what you see in the previous scene. The basic performance mode is Dynamic 2160 at 60 FPS. The high frame rate performance mode is 1440 between 80 and 90. If you select 1440 mode in 120Hz, it will not try to upscale to 2160. Okay. Like right there is another great example. Look at look at look at look at the movement, look at Kratos, look at him throw his axe. This all looks great. None of this looks bad. And then look at this. The the, the way the camera moves, the way the characters move, the number of frames, the, the lighting, the level of detail. This does not look like a PS4 game. Anybody saying that either doesn't own a PS5 or they're watching these trailers on a really bad TV monitor or something. I I don't even know. I don't know what they're doing. Also, watching this through YouTube as opposed to the live on a quality screen in front of you is going to help. I promise in person, the game will be astounding, says Fuzzy. I think they both look good. I wasn't saying one looked good and one looked bad. I was saying there's a clear difference between one and the other. It's so clear. Like just look at the level of detail in Kratos's skin and armor and then that detail is highlighted and enhanced by the lighting. And then look at the PS4 footage of 2018. It's it's not comparable. It's an obvious difference between the two games. It's huge it's it's enormous. It's an enormous difference. PS4 is being generous, more like an N64 game. <laughs> Yeah, this doesn't look any better than Donkey Kong Country. It doesn't. You're right. I don't necessarily discount that either, at least not completely. Okay, so the 1440 mode is locked at 14. The two modes at 1440. And it does not matter if you're on a 1080 display. Or 4K. The game renders at 1440. Why is it getting 10 out of 10 across the board from every review outlet? Must be from the bad graphics. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Looks like Turok to me. Yeah, yeah. looks like Turok. <laughs> That's a freaking throwback right there. Turok. Oh, my gosh. Guys, we need 27 more likes on the video. I hate harping on it, but there is way too many people here. There's almost 500 people here. A lot of you might be lurking. Maybe you stepped away. This is our third stream of the day. We did a Microsoft stream this morning, then we did members, and now we're doing this. We're looking at reviews. We're looking at review outlets. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. All right, give me a second... I'm going to do something for I'm going to do something for uh, my producer. Enjoy the footage for like two seconds. Okay. All right. Open the fold. He wants my, uh, he wants my video that I recorded, my reviews rundown. Uh, let me get to him. Don't feel bad. I sixty five inch myself. I like a lot of what I've seen in these reviews, but I haven't seen very much RTS elements. They could have cut back on the story and added in more RTS. Thoughts? Are y- I feel like you're being... <laughs> That's got to be a joke, right, Abe? <laughs> it's too much story. There's not enough RTS. They could have done more ray tracing. They could have done more ray tracing. I need you guys to give me like two seconds here. I need to. Uh, that's not what I wanted to do. Make uh, Thor a Fortnite skin. Hang on, let me go in here. It's for YouTube. Okay, hang on. Drop books. All right. Creature wants my review rundown, like right now, so I'm going to give it to him. Mm hmm. Did I say RTS is ray tracing? Wait, sorry, what? I. Th- <laughs> RTX is ray tracing RTS is real-time strategy I just saw RT and I just assumed you meant ray tracing that's what I, I thought you were making a joke I thought you're making a joke we need seven more likes seven more likes yeah 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 sorry <laughs> what yeah he was clearly joking game looks amazing but it's being held back is getting old. Uh, how about how amazing the devs at Santa Monica are to make this game amazing and can run on the PS4 that's exactly right Jay Merv you know what I want to say to people that are like the game is held back you know what I want to say to them okay well find me a game that looks and runs better than this do it no seriously I want you to try to do it where where are the games that that, that look so much better than this and run so much better than this where are they where are, the, where are those games? Do you think... Is there is there one right now you can point to? I don't think so. I don't think you can say that Returnal or Ratchet and Clank look better than this. They're next-gen only. Are we going to try... Gotham Knights is next-gen only. Forza? I mean, I would not say that Forza looks better than this because Forza is a completely different style of game. Like a car game? Run better? Ratchet be- Maybe? I don't think Ratchet runs better. I think Ratchet has the same modes and the same performance thresholds. Looks better subjective, but I think God of War runs better. Demon Souls? No. No, I don't think Demon Souls. Uh Uh-uh. Returnal? No, I don't think so. I don't think there's any graphical fidelity in Returnal that this game is not hitting. I don't think there's any performance... Uh... In, in Returnal. You said look better, not play better. Yeah, I don't think you can pinpoint a game. I said look and perform. I said both. I said both. Looks and performs better than this. Find me a game that looks and performs better than this. Do it. If this game was held back and it's just a PS4 game, then okay, well find me a bunch of amazing next-gen only games right now that just look and perform way better than this. I don't think you can. Even if you find next-gen games that are beautiful, like Demon's Souls, like Returnal, like Ratchet & Clank, you, they're going to have very similar graphical fidelity. They're going to have performance and graphical parity with this game. With respect to lighting, the environments, the character designs, the voice acting. There's nothing in this game that you can point to that like puts it below those games. Callisto Protocol... I don't know, I've don't. I. I I've seen Callisto Protocol, I think the water and the characters and the environments look incredible in that I don't know if you can definitively say that it looks so much better than this game I like this puzzle solving so it looks like there's new mechanics in the puzzle solving so he's got so this puzzle, he has a reflective board that he's gonna like bounce his axe off and it shows him the direction that it goes and then he's also using verticality and grapple grapple spots navigate the area. Very, very cool. Very cool. Yeah, Rise of Ronin does kind of look like Tsushima sequel. It does. 299 likes. You guys edge it every time. It's obnoxious. Let's make the host constantly disrupt the show and beg for likes. Uh that's you know that's not value degrading to the to the to the view to the video i mean even if she thinks god of war ragnarok is just dlc i'm not kicking the 10 out of bed <laughs> oh my gosh sean why chris callisto's cross-gen by the way oops a daisy oh no someone referenced callisto protocol and it's a cross-gen game oh no <laughs> Uh Hogwarts Legacy will probably look better. What did you say? Did did you type that? do you, Do you want people to take that seriously? Do you want people? You want people to attribute that to you? You want credit for that? Should I, should I put that? Should I put that on Hogwarts Legacy's box? Hogwarts Legacy will probably look better. Than uh, than God of War Ragnarok. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> Here he compares to other games, he's got like Bayonetta and stuff. Yeah, Gotham nice for sure. The appeal of the game is important. I find God of War very appealing, but not a fan of Callisto yet. I just got a mini LED a few months ago and kind of wish I went OLED. People will harp on the combat not being much different. Well, Elden Ring's combat's not that much different than Dark Souls Three. Yeah, if that's going to be your reason to not give it Game of the Year, for sure, for sure. I don't. I don't think the point is what other games look better. The question could uh, this game look even better if it was wasn't on PS4? That's a great question. That's demonstrably proven, like false, or no, not false. What is that? What's the What's the phrase I want to use? You You can You can look to games right now that are only on PS5 that are not at a higher level of graphical fidelity and performance than from this game. Ratchet and Clank and Returnal and the Demon Souls remake are both are all three next gen only games. Oh, and Gotham Knights. Like. As far as graphical performance and, and graphical parity, look at the graphics modes. Look at the graphics modes that you can run this game on PS5, and tell me that they would have been able to do much more. The Last of One, The Last of Us One Remake, I would argue, looks just as good as this. Yeah, isn't isn't that a next gen only title? Seventy dollar next gen only title, Last of Us One Remake, and does this game look inferior to that product? can you find a PS five only title that makes this game looks inferior and makes this game look like it was held back? Can you look at the performance measurements we're getting from digital foundry? Look at the, look at the stability of the game and all of the things they let you do with it graphically and performance wise. Can you truly, can you truly say they could have done more? Cause if they did more, it probably would have hindered performance. That's what I'm saying. Like I don't think it's a substantiated position. I think it's a, I, I, I truly think it's a bankrupt position to say oh, this game was held back and they could have done so much more. But really? I, I don't think so. There's so there's so much evidence to the contrary in the way the game performs and in the visible PS5 only titles right now in the market, there is no evidence that this game was held back. There isn't. A good example is Plague Tale Requiem. It looks stunning, but it doesn't run better. Yeah, yeah, that's a good example of a game that just went crazy. Wukong? Wukong's not out yet. You're only seeing vertical slices, which means we have no idea if it's going to look and run that well. Starfield will be next-gen only, and I don't think it looks better than God of War Ragnarok and probably won't run better. Yo, TJ Rage with a four-month membership. This is exactly why I said this current gen ain't hitting for me personally. After two years, we can't think of a competing next-gen title. What do you mean? Did members in full full pink members? Oh, my gosh. That's going to be a blip. There's going to be a follow-up blip. We switched ingest servers. It's 2.15. I don't know why we're switching ingest servers at 2.15. That's really late in the day. We're going to need something to bounce back from this. We'll lose a ton of viewers. Remember, there will be a follow-up blip. If anything looks funky or sounds funky, just refresh. Uh, Aaron with a $5 tip. Keep it the great work, Lono. One of the best gaming chalk channels out there. Thank you very much. If we could get some gifted members or some super chats or something, because we're going to spike up in viewership and then we're going to drop way back down. And gifted members and super chats help uh, because it keeps people here and it pulls people into the stream. Um, cause we are, the, the viewership's gonna be all over the place for the next five minutes. Um. This is the way I said generation crap. is just a bygone era and it's old. Well, and see, I tried to, like, I've been trying to say for a while, I tried to tell people, I was like, I really, really don't think people realize that we are near the ceiling of what these consoles can do. And I feel like people that have this super weird wish and hope that we haven't begun to see what these consoles are capable of, you're gonna be disappointed for the next seven to eight years because that's not true. I don't think there's some we like I don't think when Spider-Man 2 comes out that anybody's gonna play that game and say, see, see. Look how held back! Look how held back! God of War Ragnarok was. I I truly don't think anybody's going to say that. I don't. I I I don't think so. I'm not saying this game was held back. I'm taking the opposite stance since everyone is just agreeing with you, which is boring. So my question isn't what other games do. Uh, I question could this, oh, could this game have done more? The answer to that question, so- uh, Solemn, you know what the answer to that question is? No, it couldn't have done more. Because the game that you're going to play in six days wouldn't exist if they would have gone PS5 only and pushed it farther. The game we're going to play in six days wouldn't have existed because they would have had to wait a lot longer to to start developing it we would have had to wait a lot longer for the game to release they would it wouldn't have been in development yet so no that's the pro that's the problem with the presumption that they could have done so much more nope because this game wouldn't be coming out in six days if they did that you would be waiting probably two more years for God of War Ragnarok PS5 only, and that would have been a terrible timeline to conclude the saga. With what they've done, the next God of War game can come out in five or six years and be next-gen only, and guess what it can be? It can be near the end of the life cycle of the PS5 excellence, which is always when games hit their peak. Like we are going to be in a better position because they timed things the way that they did it would nah it would have been in development it just wouldn't be uh anywhere near release it wouldn't have been in development yet Trill Troll because they started building this game shortly after 2018 shipped and the PS5 dev kits weren't out yet so no that's not true we're seeing the pinnacle of gaming and people are still complaining. This cross-gen game still looks and clearly plays better than anything else out there. Games should be 100 by now, honestly. Oh, price-wise? How about given a timeline not contingent on the current-gen console's release? If they had already been around before this game's development and not being on old-gen... Could it have made improvements? Well, of course, yes. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not ignorant to that reality. I just think that that's, that what's the point in arguing that? Well, if the PS5 dev kits would have already been out in circulation and they could have immediately started building the game for PS5 only, and they could have just left behind PS4 and they would have been able to hit this timeline, would it have been able to do more? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe but at that point why even bother talking about it what is the point of that discussion let's create an alternate reality where the ps5 is the ps7 and it comes with the rocket ship wouldn't that be a better reality and i could go to more places and do and experience more things well sure but what in the frick good is it to discuss that like who cares it's not a reality If we changed everything that led to this game's development coming out, could they have done more? Yeah, maybe. I'll be honest with you. I'll be honest with you. I don't think a PS5-only version of this game would have looked much different. I don't. Do you want to know why? Because they would have used the same engine. They would have used the same assets. They would have done a lot of the same things. The differences would be so freaking marginal... They would have done the same thing. So they'd be like, all right, give them lighting, give them a performance mode. Let's add some textures. Let's make it look cooler. Let's add some fluidity, right? Like it would have largely turned out to be the same game to a certain degree. Like it's the same engine. It's the same characters. It's the same world. So the PS five only version of God of War Ragnarok the people that people in- didn't envision in their minds. It's like, it would have largely been the same as what you're looking at they wouldn't have suddenly used a new engine they wouldn't have rebuilt all the assets that would be terrible bandwidth efficiency we don't ask for ages in the chat because it leads to people saying their ages and if they're like a minor that's we don't want that we don't want that please don't ask for people's ages in chat in the last year, inflation has been like ten percent, but video games has been sixty bucks. The last twenty years, we're tripping over ten bucks. I don't, I don't engage people that complain about the ten dollars price increase. I don't engage them. It, it'd be a cheapskate. I don't care. Don't buy games. I will, and I'll enjoy them. I don't, I don't care to talk to people like that anymore. You're, 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 you're irrelevant. If you're upset about the seventy dollars and you're upset about the ten dollars price increase, you're, I don't think people like that are worth engaging with. I don't. I think they're beneath the gaming industry and where it's going. They're some penny-pinching cheapskate that has no idea, like, why games cost more and why we're having better experiences. Like, they're just not worth engaging. I'm so tired of engaging with people like that. It's just exhausting. It's not a logical argument. It's not a substantive argument. It's just literally some emotionally-driven, fallacious thing about, we're getting ripped off and games used to be so much better. Like, shut up. Quintar Silver with a $5 tip through Super Chat. And Lewis Castillo. Yo, what's good? Just realizing this is kind of wackier in gaming. Only two great games this year. Here's 2023. Thank you so much for eight months. Lewis. make sure and upgrade to a full membership, though. Anybody who's at a base membership, you guys don't want to stay there. You need to upgrade. It's $1, but you're not going to want to stay at a base membership. Base membership is designed for gifted memberships. And only two great games this year... I don't agree with that yeah I don't agree with that we got Elden Ring we got Horizon Forbidden West we got Stray there was a couple of other indie titles that were really good did we not? I'm forgetting their names now and then Ragnarok and then Callisto's not out yet we're gonna have four or five really good games this year Sifu a lot of people like Sifu I didn't like Sifu but a lot of people like Sifu that was a solid indie Cult of the Land was a huge indie hit huge indie hit calling stray great is a stretch review scores mic drop yeah tunic came out this year yo thank you up for upgrading to full uh, full membership lewis Yeah, I mean, we got yeah, Last of Us Part One and 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 Unreal, you know, Uncharted and all that. But people aren't going to count those because they're remakes, remasters, whatever. You guys think Gotham Knights is seventy? No. No, Gotham Knights is not a seventy dollar game. It's a poorly, it's a very poorly ported mobile game. is what it is. It's not worth ten bucks. It's not worth 10 bucks. It's it's a tra- it's a trash game. Like it's I don't it, the only people defending it are the people that <laughs> were defending it before they played it. <laughs> oh yeah, we're forgetting the Modern Warfare 2 campaign was really good. Yeah, I completely forgot about the Modern Warfare 2 campaign. I thought it was awesome. Yo, Mipsy, nine months and a full membership. Thank you so much, Mipsy. This section of his review, he does talk about how, you know, the squeeze-through sections, uh, the squeeze-through sections are a little tiresome. Well, there you go, Lono. One game's not worth 70. The no games are worth 70. Yeah, like I'm not saying that all games should be 70, but when really good games are coming out at 70, then like ideologically complaining about the $70 increase is what I get annoyed by. Right? That's what I get annoyed by. It's like, "Well, wait a minute. Like that you there's no reason to just take that position blanketedly." Now, if you want to look at a game like Gotham Knights and say this does not look or run like a $70 next gen only title I think that's totally fun that's totally fine and fair I am 100% behind the gamers that are like if a game hits 70 I'm going to be more critical you should be you should be you shouldn't just accept oh yeah it's a $70 game like oh that's you know that's fine that's always fine no it's not always fine it's not if it's a shorter game, if it's an indie title, if it's clearly a game with a smaller budget and a smaller team, if it's less polished, you know, if it has no next gen features, these are all things that you should be asking if you're looking at a 70 dollars game, like why why is it at the premium pinnacle gaming price? What's the, what's the reason for that? Not every new game is worth 60 to 70. I don't get how and when this became the industry standard. It's not the industry standard but it's becoming the industry standard. I don't have a PS5, should I still buy this for the PS4? Apparently the PS4 Pro is landing in the 40 to 50 frames range Viking. So if that's good enough for you, I wouldn't I wouldn't my my decision would be to wait, but I'm not you. games are still cheaper than they've ever been paid $70 for Street Fighter 2 for the Super Nintendo yeah I, I bought cartridges for $70 and $80 back in the day that was like dropping like $100 to $120 I don't know how you can forget about the free-to-play Diablo Immortal. (laughs) I mean... Best games of 2022. Oh, don't forget LEGO. The LEGO Star Wars Skywalker Saga game came out this year. Ninja Turtle Shredder's Revenge came out this year. Kirby and the Forgotten Land came out this year. Pokemon Acreus came out this year. Those were all highly praised games. The Quarry came out this year. Plague Tale Requiem was beautiful and had performance issues. Modern Warfare 2 campaign we referenced. Uh Last of Us Part 1. Mario Rabbids Spark of Hope. I didn't I didn't get into that, but I I I thought I heard good things about it. A lot of a lot of games came out this year. A lot of good a lot of good games came out this year. Dying Light 2, I don't know if I would consider that uh don't know if I would consider that a great a great example. That game didn't do too well. Acreus? Isn't that how it's pronounced? Pokemon Acreus? I mean, Gran Turismo, I didn't want to mention Gran Turismo because it had microtransaction controversy. PS Direct has PS5s for sale again. The Modern Warfare 2 bundle. Dying Light 2 is an excellent game. Yeah, I wouldn't list Dying Light as one of the good games this year. It, it, uh, It didn't do that well. Arceus or Arceus oh Arceus or Arceus oh Arceus I thought it was Acreus anyway that was another big title this year big popular title this year Arceus Arceus new Pokemon comes out in two weeks yeah there's another Pokemon coming out that's right for PC guys, it has been a stellar year with God of War 2018, Spider-Man, Uncharted, Miles Morales, etc. That's true saying. If you're a PC guy, holy moly, you've gotten some amazing titles. You uh you left out un- Oh no, you didn't. You did say Uncharted. I thought you left out Uncharted. Yeah, Uncharted, man. Dying Light was considered a success by the dev. I don't really care what they consider a success. I care what the community said and felt. Did not do well, did it? I feel like Dying Light got really bad review scores. November 20th is the cutoff date. Oh, for Game of the Year, did Keeley say the 20th? Yeah, I can't watch Digital Foundry's video. I don't think they play nice with people reacting or using their content most youtubers don't care uh, especially when you go no whoa when you go no audio uh sorry (laughs) somebody sent me a funny video a dying light got a 76 from the review outlets and like a four and a half from the community. That's pretty bad. It's pretty dadgum bad. Uh, rough. Spoilers are in the Digital Foundry video for the record, be careful. Guys, I don't know if you if you've watched it yet or not. Apparently the Digital Foundry video has spoilers in it opened it saw the big spoilers yeah apparently IGN's video opens up and you see a whole lot of Odin and you see a whole lot of the fight with Thor and people consider that pretty spoilery so IGN's review and digital foundry should probably be avoided some big old woofers yeah woof woof They clearly grow. Look how big they are there. They're smaller in another part of the video. Oh, they let you know up front. Spoiler alert. This video contains some spoilers. You have been warned. Oh, so Digital Foundry lets you know. Yeah, IGN doesn't say anything. Apparently, they just show it like right away. What's good, Worthy is my name. How are you? digital foundry video up. Yeah, we're not going to watch the digital foundry video because the digital foundry video can contain spoilers. This video from Skill Up is the one I'm looping cuz even the game's radar one, I felt um, I felt had pretty significant spoilers in it. I just feel like we do the same thing on the other side. A game that some like is now met or trash, as opposed to having a decent discussion about it. Dying Light's community loves that game. Okay, Fuzzy. The problem with what you're saying is, is that yeah, the people that still continue to play it love the game. That oh, that's not surprising. The, the people that continue to play bowling love bowling too. That doesn't mean that I like that I, I can go suddenly fall in love with bowling. Like, the people that continue to play dying light love the game okay well the review scores tell a completely different story right like I'm not saying it's trash but when it gets a 76 from the review outlets and then it gets like a four 4.9 from the community that's really bad entropy's got a 90 entropy Center's got a 92 percent on Steam Dying Light to Stay Human on Steam has a seventy-eight. A seventy-eight. Okay, so it sounds like the Steam reviews are, are close to the reviews from the review outlets on Metacritic. Between a seven and an eight. Okay. I like I said, I didn't list it as one of the good of one of the good games that come out this year. I don't think a game that gets reviewed that like low I didn't call it trash by the way I said that I didn't list it because I didn't feel like it fared that well and then I somebody pulled up Metacritic and it didn't look like it fared that well I was simply saying when I listed all the good games that came out this year I was saying why I didn't list Dying Light 2 among them because it didn't seem like it was universally praised the way that like Elden Ring and Horizon Forbidden West were praised I like a little more substance in the discussion. Someone else called it trash. Well, I mean, I don't care what the, if somebody just wants to call it trash. I mean, I I feel like I, uh, I feel like I established why I didn't list it. It's not a dying light stream. Like I don't feel like discussing dying light. We mentioned it in passing because somebody said that we're not getting a lot of good games this year, and so we mentioned a bunch of games in passing. And I established why I didn't mention dying light too. It's not a Dying Light 2 stream, so I'm not going to like engage in some in-depth, nuanced discussion about the game's substance and quality. That doesn't make any sense. I watched the IGN review until they showed Odin, and then I watched ACG reviews, and he had spoilers. I gave up seeing a full review. ACG put reviews... I w- just watch Skill Ups. I think Skill Ups review is ex- incredibly safe. I literally am looping Skill-Up's gameplay right now. You haven't seen anything that's spoilery. I think the only thing I felt that he showed that was a little spoilery is when when Atreus goes up to the wolves and the wolves are sleeping. But it's not like we didn't know the wolves were in the game and with you. That was already shown. So there's nothing in Skill-Up's video that you wouldn't have been able to know is coming based on the stuff that was already viewable in the public. So... Basically, Skillup said if something was a surprise to him, he left it out. He didn't include it. And so anything that he knew going into it, which would be stuff that he knew coming from 2018 and from the trailers, he left that stuff in. I think the most spoiler thing he did, like I said, is like Atreus going up to the Sleeping Wolves. But again, that's it's a poignant moment, but it's not a moment that is like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. You could also just play the video and listen to the audio. Well, I mean, that's not much. <laughs> People want to see what the game looks like. I mean, I was immediately excited about the performance in Skillup's video. I was like, "Oh wow, this game looks like it runs so well." People being a little bit sensitive with the spoilers, which I understand, but we basically knew about Odin. Yeah, but they intentionally didn't show us what he looked like. So showing what he looks like is kind of a it's kind of a dick move. You shouldn't be showing something that we don't know about or we don't know what it looks like. So. Who is this Atreus kid and where is boy? Yeah. Boy. <laughs> boy. Read it, Boy. 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 I want eight big, gruesome, stunning, distinct boss battles, and it'll be game of the year for me. Um, Skillup showed a fight with a bear, and that was the only boss fight he really showed, and he said that there were a couple of repeat bosses, but he said it was forgivable because the, the boss, uh, there was such a more broad representation of bosses and variety, so he was saying the variety was so much better than 2018, he didn't mind that they repeated a few of the bosses. So I thought I thought that was a, a you know a, an encouraging thing to hear. It's like oh wow, a lot of great boss fights, and he's okay with them repeating some because you know there's such a broad representation of bosses. Bjorn, yeah, you fight Bjorn from uh, what is it from The Hobbit. <laughs> Yo, JJab, we've not had any big gifted bombs in a while. We've been getting little. We, well, I, I shouldn't say little. We've not had a 10 gifted bomb in a while. We've been getting five bombs. Thanks for dropping a big five gifted membership on the chat. Draxor, Brian, Rip Runs on Plants, Convict, Killshot, Michael, Montenegro, Zephyroth, 2374, Rude Rogers, Sal Roxas, and Vettel alum. Thank you very much, JJ. That's very generous. If anybody feels like paying it forward in that group and gifting more members and starting a little gifted member train, that'd be amazing since we're sort of down to the core loyal audience right now in the day. Um, I thought turnout today was going to be a little bit bigger for Ragnarok reviews. Uh, We might be just really competing in the funnel against giant YouTubers, which is probably the cause. Uh, We'll probably see some great results on this video once we're not live. So thank you very much. By the way, anybody who just got a gifted membership, that starting next month will be a trial membership. You will not be able to watch all of the members-only content. You will need to upgrade. You can upgrade right now if you want for a dollar and you'll have a full membership. I always encourage gifted members to consider upgrading. Uh, Starting next month, you won't be able to watch all the members-only content. It'll be limited. It'll be like a trial. All of our current paying members need to do that before next month. Make sure and upgrade Your membership before December. Also, all paying members and all gifted members, do not forget this Saturday, the 5th of November. Remember, remember the 5th of November. This Saturday night, we will be doing the Star Wars Watch Party. So make sure your membership is up to date. And we'll get together on Saturday night and we'll walk you through how to set it up. You need to be able to watch Star Wars Episode 1 either through Disney Plus on a DVD or some other means. You will not be able to watch it through me. That's illegal. But we will be able to watch along with you and commentate. If you watch through Disney Plus, there will be a Chrome extension you can install. And that will allow me to control your player. So anytime I pause it, it pauses for you. If you watch any other way, you are going to have to pause on your own and I'll tell you when to do that when we're watching. You're holding out for a gifted? We would really like to see more people just jump in and commit because we do two live streams a day for totally free and if you enjoy the show and you enjoy how I almost never run advertisements almost never I don't run advertisements I don't hit ads then membership's how we do it. Reddit breakdown of the digital foundry testing resolution so here's some digital foundry bullet points resolution of pre-baked lighting increased significantly it helps minimize lighting leaking inclusion of ssdo a feature first included on the pc version of god of war it's used to approximate a single bounce of indirect illumination and in screen space complete with color transfer it helps better ground character objects detail levels in general have received a significant boost inclusion of tessellation of ps5 increased level of detail with ground within the ground surface It produces far more details and realistic results. Thank you, JJab, for upgrading to a VIP. I appreciate that. Uh, Snow deformation with tessellation quality increased. I feel like they're just making up words. Uh, Including a tessellation for PS5 increased level of detail with ground surfaces. They're just making stuff up. Light scatters through ice. Superior cube map reflection. Improved implementation of screen space reflections. Level of detail remains consistently high throughout the game. There are a few points of the game where you'll intersect with God of War. and allows for comparisons. It shows a nice improvement in lighting, surface, and the snow is clearly more nuanced. Features are more details in general. Features largely familiar from tech standpoint. Improvements clearly evident, but God of War still holds up surprisingly well. Somewhat mixed feelings between the original and Ragnarok doesn't necessarily feel like a gigantic leap forward from a pure tech standpoint. I didn't expect a giant leap. I expected a leap sounds like we got one performance mode is 85 to 90 fps in action 120 fps while exploring fidelity mode is 40 to 50 range barely any difference in visual quality between performance and fidelity ps5 has better tessellation better ao shadows level of detail better gi ps5 used machine learning to upscale drs in performance mode which is why it looks better thank you so much trebellion for renewing the membership, and for doing a full membership. That's a whole year from Trebellion. Haven't been around much this week. I know you love the campaign, but I had issues with skill-based matchmaking multiplayer. Would you still buy? Give it the top work. I mean, I would still buy it. Yeah, the campaign's really fun. Spec Ops is fun, even though it's buggy, a little buggy, too. Not once you're in the missions, it's not, but Guys, could we get 50 more likes on the video? If we have more likes than viewers, that would be amazing. 400 likes would be stellar. Let's try to do it. Let's try to get more likes than viewers. That's Eurogamer's Digital Foundry article. I can't speak to spoilers. Okay, yeah, I've 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 read enough. I mean, and I've seen enough. I'm I'm good on the on the graphical performance. I don't think this game needs to be defended. I just I don't know. I think I think validating a lot of the a lot of the criticisms is just not needed. You know. I don't I don't think it's needed. Maybe just don't say 120 FPS then. Well, it's a 120 hertz mode, right? It's a 120 hertz mode, so yeah. Wait, don't you usually get another color joystick after 12? Okay, so Trebellion, it's kind of weird. You just hit 12 months, but it it doesn't change until next month. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Doesn't change until next month. Do we have anything? No. We already knew the game was going to be a banger. The reviews just confirm it. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. Well, I'm not going to force this. I'm not going to force this. We've kind of run out of things to say. We've watched that video plenty of times and we're just sort of tempting fate by continuing to hang out and discuss. Can you guys do me a favor? We have a smaller channel where we put updates and my review summary is already live over there, okay? Um, thanks for 20 months, Vendetta. That's a long time. Great content as always. Can you guys help me out? Like, we typically don't send you to the updates channel, but this could be, you know, really good for all the channels to have videos really, really get, uh, some, some momentum. So I'm going to put a link in chat. If you guys want to go watch it, it's a 10 minute video. It's the show open of this show that you've been sitting here and supporting, So, we appreciate you guys supporting the channel so, so much. Uh, Thursdays is therapy day for me. My wife and I still go to therapy. I've been going for over four years. We really encourage people to not feel stigmatized about mental health. So, I myself have been going for four years, and my wife's been going with me for about two years. Listen, on this video, please do me a favor and don't end this stream without pressing the like button. We only need 39 more likes, and this thing could roll over to 400. And then I need you to press the link in chat give our review summary video some love go watch it hit the like button leave a comment please don't just go click on the video and don't watch it that won't help it actually watch it leave a comment hit like you can even put the playback speed up a bit and that still counts so we appreciate you guys so so much please click that chat uh, that link in chat and uh i'm ending i'm ending a little bit earlier on thursday so that way i have time to plan the day with creature And uh, we had a solid, solid day talking Microsoft and a solid, solid day breaking down these reviews. So give that vid some love. Give that vid some love in the chat. Click that on the way out. Hit subscribe. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Fridays are always a blast. My wife and I stream on Friday nights for members. So consider becoming a member. Members, make sure and upgrade to full or VIP. I can't stress it enough. We really need people to get off of base membership starting in December, we are going to have a dividing line between, uh, we're going to have a dividing line between gifted members and paying members. And that's why we need you to do that. It's a $1 upgrade. We think it's reasonable and it'll help us maybe convert more of the people that get gifted members. So we'll see you guys tomorrow. Click that link in chat. I'm spamming it. Click it. Go watch it. Leave a like, leave a comment, and I'll see you guys tomorrow. Thanks so much for watching.